Give it to me like... This is my journey as a single mom on me. the outskirts. Miss Trainer! Hey, Melissa. So A to trains. Miss Traina. Michelle Traina, I'm so sorry, Mr. Call. Uh, I, I was... She's a good person. She's got a lot of heart and a lot of caffeine. I just walked into chaos in the form of a woman. Welcome the creator, the star of Divorce Diaries. Hi everyone, I'm Michelle Trena, the creator of Divorce Diaries, and this is the Divorce Diaries podcast. Um, I had a hiatus last week because I just can't keep up with everything. That's pretty much the truth of it. Venmo right now is pissing me off. I really wish I could have the option to give you credit. I'm sorry. Venmo sucks, okay? I, I pressed purchase by accident when I sent my daughter's coach her competition fees, and now it charged $5. It took $5 out of the transaction, and I had to pay my daughter's coach the $5. I'm fucking pissed. And Venmo won't give me back the $5. They have to get the, her involved. So now I look like a fucking schmuck as a single mom, just making the cutoff line for the last date of the competition fees, getting the money in, and also having to send her additional $5 because I pressed the wrong button. Welcome to my life, the chaos in the form of the woman. That is from the TV pilot of Divorce Diaries. Okay, so where are we at? Divorce Diaries um, finished the mini tour on the West Coast and the East Coast, California, San, uh, you know, San Diego, LA, Jersey. And now I am uh, full-blown filming for What's Up New York. As you know, I am the host. If you don't know, I am the host of a show called What's Up New York that lives on ny2c.com. And I am also editing for the Divorce Diaries web series. Um, so lots of stuff going on. I'm trying to plan my 2024 calendar. I do not have a New Year's Eve gig and I really want one because I really don't feel like either falling asleep after the ball drops and like thinking you should text somebody I don't want to text or I just don't want to, I want to be working on New Year's Eve. I feel like New Year's Eve in the holidays in general cause a lot of stir of emotions for people and I want to be busy. But last year I was working and I still texted men that I shouldn't have whatever we'll see. So today's episode, we're going to do a little bit of catching up and how do you catch up after your divorce, after you've had a breakup, after you've had a pivot in your life, how do you catch up with things? Sometimes it feels like we're very overwhelmed. There's too many things to do, not enough time in the day. And it starts to literally, you feel like your world walls are caving in around you. So we will catch up right now with what's going on in the Divorce Diaries, Michelle Trainer world. And then we're going to talk about how can you catch up? Okay. I don't even know if my ideas are going to help you, but I hope they do. Um, I want to tell you guys something really juicy. Okay. The last episode, um, first of all, before we go on to that, I want to say to Venmo, go fuck yourself. Okay. Venmo, fuck you, but don't fuck you. Okay. Send me a refund, but don't. This sucks. Um, the last podcast episode, I talked about uh, a new crush on the West Coast. Well, wait till you hear the dirt. This guy has been following my show for some time. He came to the show, told me his situation. Seemed, sounded like he just, it did. now that I look at it, his situation did sound a little shady. So he said that they were broken up, but living together, that kind of situation, because they have a baby, like a, a two-year-old. Mmm, coffee tastes so good. So he said they were broken up. They live in separate rooms, but it's complicated. I love when guys say it's complicated. It's never complicated. It's just called 
you're in a relationship with another woman. That's not complicated. That's just you avoiding what's the actual truth. Am I wrong? Okay. So if you're a grown man in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and you're pretending like you're not in a relationship when the other person is full-blown not aware that you're pretending you're in a relationship, not in a, okay, let's start that one over because that's definitely not going to be a social media clip. If you're a grown man in your 40s and you're telling other women that it's complicated, you're married. Let's be real. Okay. This guy does a FaceTime with me because we were talking about some of the scripts we were writing to get, or not scripts, some of our writing samples. And I was, I was getting upset because we were having nice conversations. I was like, wish he lived on the East coast. And I knew it was too good to be true. Cause he was texting me back right away too. He was texting back right away. You know, it's not a good sign. Well, it should be a good sign that they text back right away. But you know, when a guy seems eager to talk to you that, there's got to be some reason why. Because guys who are just single and eager to talk to you is rare. Because they're talking to seven other women on their Tinders, on their OkCupids, on LinkedIn. You name it, motherfuckers will try it. Okay? Because I know because they do this. I had somebody message me last night on Facebook. Uh, what did he message me? Someone from high school I don't even talk to wrote, uh, this guy had to be drunk. He goes, you look good enough to eat. Okay. Haven't talked to you in 30 years, 40 years. No, that would make me zero. Um, when I was in high school. No, I haven't talked to you in, I haven't even talked to this guy in high school and he's asking, he's telling me you look good enough to eat. Okay. First of all, weird. Okay. I don't know. I don't, why? Like, what do you think we're going to say back? Yummy? No, we're not saying nothing. I mean, unless you look like the rock. (sighs) All right. So this guy, my California crush. Okay. We're going to call him California crush. He wrote, we go on a FaceTime together, right? After we decided we're going to FaceTime at the time. Um, and he falls full blown shows up in the FaceTime and I'm listening to him talk. We're talking about our writing and stuff. And he starts to do this with his goatee. You know, when they start to play with their goatee, I date a lot of men that do that with their goatees. They play with their goatee. It's their, it's their sensory comfort zone, right? This is the, how do I make up more lies and convince her that I really like her when I just want to bang her and then forget about her and then maybe bang her again. This is, this is what they do. How long can I do this till she's aware that I'm lying? Let me distract her by playing with my goatee that's unevenly shaved. So he's doing this with his goatee and I see the wedding band rolled up on his finger. And I was like, why do you have a wedding band on? He's like, oh, funny story. My, I think he even said funny story. He's like, my neighbor. And then I, oh, I automatically was like, there's no way out of this. This guy's lying. I want to see him get out of this. Like, is this a fucking, is this, first of all, my heart sank. Cause I was like, why, why does he have a wedding band on? So my heart sank because then I knew this was all a facade and like my dreams of me and my California crush meeting in Chicago or taking trips to see each other have come to a halt. So he starts to say how his neighbor liked him when he was married and was stalking him. And then when they got divorced and he took off the ring, the neighbor was like, oh, I see you don't have a ring on anymore. And like, 
I don't even know what he was saying because there was like pretty much nothing coming out of his mouth, but he was conjuring up the story about his neighbor stalking him. So he had to put his wedding band back on so that the neighbor would leave him alone, which what? No, you're just lying. How about you just say, yeah, I am actually married. Sorry, I lied. Nope. Of course they would never do that. Um, and so then I, so then I got off the phone with him. I was like in shock because at that point I didn't know, do I still have the conversation? I was in shock. So we talked about writing for a little bit and they got off the phone and I, he texted me uh, a picture of a book about writing. And then I wrote back, are you married? And this was his response. The ring got you thinking, huh? The ring got me thinking. Yeah. It got me thinking you're a fucking married liar. Okay. So then I don't say anything. Right. And, um, then he writes back a short while later. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up. Oh, I have to pull it up. Hold on. Okay. He writes back a short while later. To answer your question, I am not but I know wearing a band looks bad on my part, regardless of my reasoning. I have not heard from him since. So um, that's it. So he said he's not married, which I, again, disagree with because how, what are you going to say at that point? You know, Um, I just never heard somebody say like, I'm going to wear my wedding band so that my neighbor doesn't stalk me. How about you just tell the neighbor I don't, like you like guys will go to lengths to not say the truth right if your neighbor is flirting with you and you're uncomfortable how about you just say i'm uncomfortable i'm not interested instead of putting a wedding band on to pretend you're married that would be genius wouldn't it for you to tell the truth so that happened and um here we are um uh look and then by the end of the week, I have looked at my Rolodex. I'm like, so now there's no prospects for love. Um, the guy before him or touring him or whatever you want to call the, the guy who just wants to be my friend. Um, the one that I told you guys about um, that I have, you know, I feel like I'm. So there's a lot of guys that want to be my friend, I guess, uh, which isn't a bad thing. But this guy that I was talking to in the summer. Who. I guess I definitely, I've had, I've had a lot of experiences in the last year, not a lot, but two specifically, where I have to really figure out how to juggle the stand up, my show, revealing everything. Now, uh, this guy who's married, I don't give a fuck about throwing him under the bus since he's a fucking liar. But um, these other men that like are important mean something to me a little bit at least, right? Like I don't want to hurt them, but at the same time, I mean, they know me like this one guy knew me and like he's known me for a couple of years and knows that I talk about my life and um, I should have talked to him about it first. And we went through this whole thing. And, you know, recently I said I have to take some space from him because I, I just don't like the way the friendship's making me feel with him. It's he took me out to dinner for my birthday and it was beautiful, but it was also weird because 
he brought up a few things that made me feel like I'm definitely not like a priority. Like the dinner is nice, but is it just because you don't like, I, he keeps, he keeps like checking on me. He's like, are you okay? I just don't want to hurt you. Well then don't hurt me. How about be, be with me or close the door and say goodbye. So I realized I have to say goodbye. So I say goodbye to him. I said, I don't want to talk for a while. I need some space. Um, and he said, okay. And we left it at that. And then I have a friend that took me last night to a wonderful, I had a wonderful time last night. My friend took me to see a Broadway show um, and it was so much fun. And he bought me a really special birthday gift besides the tickets, which was really amazing. And I had such a great time, very um, fun. We laughed, we had just a really good time. And, you know, I, I just felt like, this is great. This is where I'm supposed to be just enjoying people's company and having a good time. Um, but also being acknowledging when I am sharing my time with somebody who feels like, like with the other, well, the California person was a liar, but like with the, uh, the person who took me out for dinner on my birthday, I felt like there was this, I still feel in my gut, there's something I don't know. And it makes me uncomfortable. And whether that I don't, things I don't know, like what he's seeing other women, like I don't want to do that. It's too fresh. Like I still had feelings. And like, if you're seeing other women and I get that vibe and I feel like you're being shady, I don't want to be around you. So like, that's kind of why I had to close that door. I can't, some people can just jump into being friends again. I don't feel that way. And I have feelings for somebody, I, even afterwards, they come back. Um, but I will say, this okay i want to share this i have had a friendship with somebody that i do have feelings for but that we paused off and on with the friendship because of my feelings and how i felt if we were to you know be buddy buddy so i don't know i don't know if i can just be friends. i guess i can um but i know that it's hard because my i get emotionally invested with men that i have feelings for period um, but I do know, okay, so let's go back to last night. And last night made me feel so great. I worked all day uh, filming for What's Up New York. Um, I did some content for Divorce Diaries. I, I recorded some content for Divorce Diaries. And I had a really amazing time with a really great person at night. And yeah, I had a really good time. I just want to leave it at that. So how do you catch up? I caught you guys up on what's going on in the divorce diaries world. How do you catch up on your life? I don't know. I'm in the weeds. It's 1230 right now. And I'm supposed to leave for my daughter's uh, dad in about an hour, which I don't know if I'm going to get, be able to do, but, um, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing the best I can because there's so much. Oh, oh wait, I wanted to share this with you too. Um, somebody, somebody that I hope I can collaborate with, reached out to me, um, and gave me some advice and some of my clips for the divorce diaries web series. And I've voiced how it's hard to compete in this industry without feeling like you have to compete and being like scared that someone's going to take your spot or whatever. So I hope that when I do this conversation with this person, that they want to work with me. Um, I'm always fearful someone's going to be like, well, I'm going to backstab you. You know, I guess we all are. I guess we have to just keep focusing on what we're doing in front of us. Um, how do you get caught up? I have a list of things I have to do today. I have done maybe two of them. Um, I guess you have to just prioritize, right? 
like what is feeding your heart and your soul? What is going to keep food on the table? And what is feeding your heart and your soul? <laughs> I mean, because that's the, those are really not even three. Those are two big things. What is feeding your heart and soul and what is putting food on the table? And you have to really focus on those two things and then prioritize that list down to what needs to happen first. Um, I love you guys. I am going to be setting up more tour dates. I will be coming to Tulsa. I can't really fully announce it yet because they have to return the contract, but I'm working on some show dates for 2024 and there will be some more added for um, 2023. I am headlining a show November 26th in South Jersey. It's not a divorcery show, but I'll be headlining it. And you can check out my website for that. Check out a new article that was written in Rich Woman Magazine. I know, Rich Woman. I mean, they have not seen my bank account, but Rich Woman Magazine highlighted an article written by Kevin Donaldson of the Suffering Podcast. He's amazing. The article's really well written. Please go check it out. All of that is on my link tree or in on my website. Um, hopefully I'll be, I'll be updating the website by the time this is posted. Thank you to our coffee sponsor, Solid State Coffee. SolidStateCoffee.com. Plug in Divorce Diaries as your promo code to get 10% off. The A-Track blend is what I'm drinking right now. It's so yummy. Hmm. They are located on West 74th Street um, in Central Park West. I shouldn't say Central Park West, but it's on the West Side, Upper West Side. And I'm gonna I'm gonna also say that our web series will be launching 104 West 71st Street. Solid State Coffee is located on 104 West 71st Street, New York, New York. They are our official coffee sponsor for the fall, and I will be releasing the web series. I will be announcing the premiere date in the next week or so. So please sign up for the email list on divorcediariesshow.com. I'm Michelle Trena, the creator of Divorce Diaries, and this is Divorce Diaries.